welcome to Dream It, Dare It, Do It, Living the Life That You Want. This is a podcast with Jasmine, and today my guest is my friend, Fiona Jacob. Hi, Fiona. Hi, Jasmine. Great to see you. I love the name, by the way. That's really cool. Thank you. Thank you. This was created uh, in 2001 when somebody asked me, what is your company name? Because my company name back then was D3. D3 services. And I said, well, it's, it's dream it, dare it, do it. And, but I couldn't use the slogan in the services industry or I could have, but I didn't. Right. And uh, when I created this podcast, I said to myself, what could I call it? I love dream it, dare it, do it. Oh, so, so cool. Love it. I, it was rebirth like a, a phoenix from the ashes and uh, there it is <laughs> I'm loving that that's a gorgeous picture I'm just seeing it happening right in front of me at the moment okay. <laughs> so Fiona four of my friends who are listening can oh. you tell us a little bit who you are where you're from because uh, we have a big time difference you and I eh yeah absolutely uh, who I am changes from day to day, so we'll try and pin that down a little later. <laughs> okay. I'm uh, Irish, but living in Sweden with a very lovely tall six foot seven man who I happen to marry. He's, yeah, he's, he's mm. I like him. Um, and gosh, who am I? Hmm. Okay, let's start with what do you do? Hmm. Well, that's kind of, you know, that's, that's also a question that changes on a daily basis <laughs> too. Ah. Uh, I love, hmm, let's see, I guess who I'm being at the moment, let's start there, because that's what comes to mind, is for me, I'm an uncompromising stand for people's greatness. Mm, I love it. And I have in that, in brackets, just so you know, including myself, because <laughs> I, I happen to say that to my husband, and he says, I hope you're talking about yourself too, and I went, uh, okay yeah <laughs> let's put that in brackets um so i'm a coach i'm a coaching supervisor which is basically helping people develop their coaching businesses and being a partner with them in their learning around coaching love that and i run two businesses in sweden with my husband so hmm fingers in a lot of pies you could say what are your businesses in sweden so one is a very straightforward done-for-you consulting firm. Okay. We love helping people with leadership, leadership teams, conflict management. Um, so that kind of whole area, personal effectiveness, self-leadership, all of that gorgeous stuff. And the other one, we actually have an online program, which is we love, which is called True Effectiveness. It really is about helping leaders, corporate leaders and or professionals who are stressed, burnt out, just kind of find their way back home. Um, and so we help them through the, the program is, is online videos, but we also do Q and C. So questions and coaching every week. And uh, we've had some phenomenal success actually, which I did not think was possible with online programs, just tell them. Okay. Um, so we're, we're thrilled. Um, it, it actually stood us in really good stead, you could say this spring when things kicked off with Corona, right? Because the whole consulting business stopped. You can't stand in a room full of 50 people, right? Um, so a lot of the stuff moved over to online. And of course, this was a great, because it was already available. This was just really easy to switch over and have people do this kind of leadership training and education for themselves. 
So yeah, that's cool. So that's probably two days of my week and the three days that I also love are coaching and supervising. Um, and that's just with clients all over the world. So I just happy to get onto a call with somebody in Thailand as I am with New York or Los Angeles, even though the time differences are a little crazy. Yeah. And I had my first coaching in Swedish. Da -da -da -da. Feeling like the Swedish chef from the Muppets, just letting you know, folks. Um, really? Yeah. So you talk Sweden? Swedish? I can speak Swedish. I, I've only been here uh, two years. Okay. My road has been a little bumpy, I have to say. I started formally learning Swedish about a year ago. And yeah, about two weeks ago, I had it, a very beautiful coaching call um, with a Swedish woman who I, I really love and adore. She's gorgeous. She can speak English, but we chose to do it in Swedish and see how far we would go. And I think we only had to break into English twice. So I think that was pretty cool. Nice. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Well, everyone listening, um, I met Fiona through my Supercoach um, Academy endeavor progress trip that you know <laughs> this this thing I did that I think a lot of you who are listening to me know because I keep talking about it uh, <laughs> Fiona was my mentor coach um and I love her <laughs> no no so, I love you more actually just so you know oh okay okay so everybody, I actually had a coaching call with uh, um, uh, a podcast with Mer, Mer also. Yes. So uh, I wanted, like we, I wanted Fiona. A little problem with connecting because of, you know, like she'd send me a calendar appointment and it was like, okay, if you want to meet me, you can. It's at 5.18 a.m. or something like that. And I was like, um... I'm sleeping at that time. <laughs> so that was pretty interesting. But I, uh, uh, the conversations that I've had in the past with Fiona have always been um, peaceful. Um, we get to settle in this nice, beautiful space where there's nothing wrong there's just what shows up and I wish this to everybody to be able to have that space uh, so I wanted to thank you Fiona for that because like really you you showed me this this and be the crazy me or be the lovely me or be the neurotic me I remember sending her an email going I'm so freaking sick and tired of myself <laughs> it's just like going nutso in my head and she was just like oh well okay well maybe we could talk <laughs> so I remember that I mean Jasmine the thing about it is when we you you know this right when we just listen to another human being and we just see them as, you know, that, that perfection that they are, the pure potential that they are, the gorgeousness that they are. I mean, it's just so easy to fall in love with your clients, with your mentees, with your supervisors. It's just, it's just the way it is. I don't mean that in a sexual way, you know that, right? It's just, yeah, we connect soul to soul 
we're in a space of unconditional love and we're fellow explorers. So when we really truly are in that space with another human being, there's nothing to get. It's just kind of hanging out and being both divine and human. And sometimes we just forget we're divine. Yeah, it is. It is definitely, well, you and I were this weekend on a class with Mavis Karn. And those of you who don't know Mavis Karn, Mavis is a 80-year-old, fantastic, beautiful soul that just speak with such simplicity. And when I first started getting into this understanding of the three principle, when I started looking in, looking this that way, one of the things that I saw was that at my core, I was love mm -hmm. at, at the, at the core, we are all love. Like in the very beginning, when we come out, <laughs> we are love. And um, it's been, uh, it's been strange for me to say that to other people because they're like okay what, what are you you're in love with me what because there's like we have this thing right where we think that love is a specific way you know we're talking about love in in a in a romantic way yes and what I loved with with Mavis she put a name to it um this weekend she called it impersonal love yes yeah. and that is the space that I love. I love the space where I can just be with. There's nothing right. There's nothing wrong. There's no judgment. There's, oh, this, oh, this is what I'm seeing. There, there's, and it's, it's such a beautiful place to see, to dwell in. And, um, and this brings me to dreaming. Um, mm. Like I, the reason why I started this podcast is because I want people to dream, yeah. um, dare, dare to, to go, wow, I like this. And then dare to do it. <laughs> so that's why I, I, I'm, I've done dream it, dare to do it. Um, and so I, I would like to ask you, like you're, you're talking about your life and how beautiful it is and how you have a six foot seven man in your life, six foot seven. That's, that's tall. I'm just saying. Yeah. He, he's a, he's an ex basketball player. So I guess he, he's right for the height. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I, I was wondering if you if you've ever actually thought about, you know, the evolution of how you dream, and if you'd ever even thought that it would bring you to where you are right now. Oh, I love that question, Jasmine. I've never had to think about it in that way. Let me see. I think when I was a little girl, I had a very, I guess, Hollywood picture of what love looked like. Mm -hmm. man woman uh white horse maybe or you know 
it just had a, such a romantic, gallant vision around it. Uh, and life didn't, <laughs> life didn't quite show up that way for me. I was a very insecure child and, and worried so much about myself and worried about the thinking that was going on in my head. Not that I knew it was thinking, of course, I, I just thought it was who I was, that I wasn't good enough. So although I kind of dared to think someday my prince would come, mm -hmm. it never really felt true to me. But what I love about life is when we show up as we do, and we just follow life. Like, I didn't know what these nudges were when I used to get these nudges, like go here, do this show up here, talk to this person. I just didn't know ever where it was going to take me. And it took me all around the world. I mean, I've lived in 10 countries. I've been in the middle of major disasters. I have cared for a king in healthcare. Um, I followed these gorgeous, warm, gentle pushes, divine pushes by God. And I've ended up in some extraordinary situations, some very pretty dangerous situations <laughs> and some amazing situations. And I mean, what I'm looking at in front of me is this beautiful life where I have fallen into that space of love that you just talked about so beautifully, Jasmine, with another human being. And that space is infinite. And so we get to play and have fun in that space, knowing that there's no edge, edge, sorry, end or edge to it. And at the same time, I'm human and I have shitty days, apologies. But, you know, it's not perfection, but it is the most gorgeous, delicious love in the world. It's fabulous. Love it. So did I dare dream of that? Absolutely not. I thought it was, love was pristine and perfect and this is more than perfect this is an expansion of self and other this is a a gorgeous tangle this is the sun shining this is falling in love with life and the soul of another human being and almost falling in love with the world in that sense in that process So all I would say is just follow those gorgeous divine nudges. You have no idea where it's going to take you. You think you do. I did. <laughs> and I was so wrong. And that's great. I'm glad I was so wrong. Is there anything else you wanted to hear about my dreams, my darling? <laughs> well... So what I'm hearing is that you basically couldn't even imagine the way that it, it is right now. Gosh, no. What was in my head is such a narrow frame of how life could be. I mean, look, if we, if we were really truthful and honest, or at least if I am really truthful and honest, what I can craft in my head is mediocre and possibly good at best. <laughs> With my 
what I would consider, oh, my great intelligence or my sense of whatever, it doesn't matter. I had no idea of the pure potential of life, of the infinite possibilities that exist for us in life. That wasn't in my, my picture of the world. Um, I mean, if it was down to my mom, bless you, mom, love you. Um, I'd have been married to the guy next door called Kieran who was also tall, by the way, but you know, it, 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 it would have been a shadow of a life, not because Kieran isn't a great guy, but it's just, my imagination doesn't have the capacity for what mind has in store for us, what the divine intelligence has on the agenda for us, on the menu for us. I just, it, it just never showed up that way. And I'm so bloody glad I didn't show up that way because that would have been one heck of a, well, yeah, a narrow frame. And we're just much more yeah. than that and much more is possible for us. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. What we kind of get stuck on, hmm. we kind of get stuck on, you know, what we think, what we think we want and how it should look like. And because it doesn't look like it doesn't look like we think hmm. then we kind of like lose the 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 the, the desire the the like we we kind of like stop breathing life mm. you know nice we yeah. kind of stop breathing it in and then we say well that's it it doesn't look like it so I suck you know or it sucks or or life sucks yeah <laughs> I was having a great conversation with somebody today who said her mom had had her cataracts removed uh, two of them in each eye over the last four weeks and, and she had lost her color distinction and She's woken up to the trees in fall are red and orange and yellow. And before they'd just been one color. And I think what a gorgeous metaphor for us in life. Mm. It's almost like we lose the color and the aliveness of life. It's almost like we get a little tainted or tired. And I guess just in this conversation with you, Jasmine, what I would invite people to Oh, from bottom of my heart is to just find that aliveness, that tingling, that sense of who we are, the truth of that. And no matter where we are, and I've been in some hairy situations, there we're always okay. And there's always something to be seen. And there's always something new to be, to unfold. We, we just don't see it. And, and we kind of, you could almost say like we give up too soon. I don't know. If that makes sense. Yeah, it definitely does make sense. I think that I was actually going towards seeing too. It's kind of like looking and seeing. Like I, I'm, I'm reminded of you know like one of my dreams as a kid was I wanted to be a singer. Uh huh. Um, yeah. All right, and 
and and I finally I, I did it I mean I wasn't a popular singer but I sang and I you know and I had my songs and I had shows and I you know and I was like nobody could take me off the stage I mean I could sing for three <laughs> hours straight you know I love it I remember these guys, you know, they were like, man, you've got, there's, you're like the energizer bunny. I was like, yeah, it was just feeding me. You know, it was like, I love being up there. Um, And then at one point, um, I didn't love it anymore. I just, it was because it was, it was, all of a sudden it was complicated. You know, it was like, oh, I'm not singing right. I should be doing it like this. I, I should it should evolve it should like it wasn't play anymore and I had um I had a friend that played with me like I wasn't alone like I my friend was the guitarist and the back vocalist and he was the techie guy he would take care of the sound and make sure that we had good sound and all of that I was the performer and I was the MC, and I was you know we both had our our thing and he he's always played I mean to this day he still plays Uh Uh, and he and he doesn't go to shows he doesn't have shows he's just I'm going to play music he literally lives that you know Mm -hmm. I'm going to play Um, but one of the things because I've I've looked at that I've looked and to see what is it what happened you know like but I loved it so much like what happened Mm. Um, so there was definitely something I couldn't see. Um, and, and it was my thinking about it, like, you know, like, I believed whatever I had made up about it. Yeah. Once I saw that, I was like, Oh, okay, so that is not true. I don't have to do all of that. So I still didn't have the urge to go back. You know, (laughs) like I figured, Oh, once I saw that it, I wasn't my thinking, I'll go back to singing. But I still didn't want to, to go back. And I started looking again, looking in that, in that direction of why. It's, it was a, a look within. And I, I just started looking within for many, many things in my life. I invite everybody to look within so that you could see what it is that is driving you that is like is it you or is it what you think (laughs) that is driving you Mm. and what are the things that I saw say I'm sorry I said that's a beautiful distinction thank you my internet is a little wonky right now what did you say, Fiona? I'm sorry, sweetheart. I said, what a beautiful yeah. distinction that is between what we think we are or who we really are. Yes, great. Yeah. So, so I really saw that, you know, I was doing it in order to, you know, like there was, I, I had an in order to X, Y, Z. And one once I saw that I really didn't want the XYZ, I was okay with not doing it anymore. And I still sing occasionally, you know, like I'll sing in my shower. And when I'm doing some Facebook Live, sometimes I'll start, you know, 
dishing it out. Let's just go ahead and start. Are you going to do something today, you think? Uh, uh, maybe. Well, no, I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's not, I don't have an in order to now. It's just like it's driving me to just, okay, I'm going to burst out in, in song right now. And here goes, you know. I love the spontaneity of that, though. Yeah. It's something that's so, I don't know, I just hear it as so freeing when in the moment you burst into song. It's like, again, it's back to that aliveness we were talking about a few minutes ago, right? It's, 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 it's the flowing through you in the moment to create. I love yes. that. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's that I, I actually... I get inspired when I see people bursting into whatever they are <laughs> wanting, you know, that they're actually, there's nothing in the way, not the shoulds, not the uh, betters, the, the comparisons, all that thinking that stops us from being alive, from, from, from just playing and, and enjoying I love to see that. I mean, I sometimes, you know, and, and when I do burst into song, <laughs> right. You know, right after that, I have a ton of thinking that shows up. That's like, what have you just done? You're going to look like this X, Y, Z. And I'm like, yeah, thank you very much. Right now. I, I'm not doing shaming right now. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Postponing shaming for today. Excellent. Yes. Yes. I heard that this weekend, I think somewhere I'm like, nope not doing that today. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's where, that's where the daring comes in, right? Like you, it, and it's not a daring, like I dare you to do this. And then you, you go beyond, you know, you're just doing it to dare, but I'm talking about daring in the sense of the thinking is not true. It's not, it really has nothing to do with you. <laughs> it's like, what you're thinking is none of your business. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I love that. I, we, we do, we make it so personal, don't we? Like this is, oh no, this has got something important yeah. to tell me. I, I, need to, I, need, I need to think about this one. This is, yeah, this has got my name on it. Yeah, so, so untrue. But I was thinking as we're talking about daring, one of the things I used to love when I was a kid, Jasmine, was traveling. We very lucky when I was when I was young. My parents loved to travel. And even though we didn't cross stateside, we went to Europe pretty much every year, I think, from the time I was about five or six. So I've always loved just, you know, getting on a plane or getting in the car and taking the ferry or whatever. I just love to move around the world. And I didn't. I guess I probably had this dream. I would love to visit every country in the world. Well, I haven't done that, so I'm not going to suggest that I have. But um, what's on the cards, which is really exciting for me, is my husband and I, we love to sail. And we have made a decision to sail around in three years. Mm. Now, I'm not a sailor sailor. I mean, I've only started sailing since I've been in Sweden, so a couple of years. But I just thought, 
in my head, it was going to be that I will fly to a country and I'll be there for two weeks and, you know, maybe stay at a resort or a hotel, get to know some people. And, but now we get to sail across the Atlantic. We get to, to pull in the boat to San Martin. We get to spend, who knows, it could be two weeks, it could be six weeks, it could be three months on an island and just hang out. And that just fills me full of not only excitement, because I'm bursting out the lightness, I think, as I'm talking about this. It's, it's just what's possible that never seemed possible before. It had to look a certain way. It was going to happen that way. And now it's going to happen a completely different way. And it's going to involve a bit of work because <laughs> sailing, sailing around the world is kind of fun, but not a whole hell of fun sometimes. Because, you know, you got weather and stuff. Mm -hmm. like that. It's not pretty cool. But I just think to yeah. myself, wow, we could actually stay nine months in Australia because that's possible with weather and, and currents and winds and all of that. Sometimes you can hit Aussie in, in March and you can't leave till November. I mean, what fun is that? So you get to explore, but from a completely different perspective. So that's kind of yeah, the dare <laughs> and maybe even the do, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's, it, it actually reflects quite well what I was thinking because it's kind of like, yeah, you could sit there, you could decide, I'm going to go, you know, sailing across the world. And then you could start thinking of all the um, possible catastrophic things that can happen, right? And, yeah. and Lord knows, you know, when it comes to catastrophe, we are very creative, <laughs> right? Well, I can do drama and I can do major disaster. I, I've got a penchant for both, I have to say. <laughs> there you go. There you go, right? So, but I, in, in, you know, as you're talking, it reminded me of when I went skydiving. And I remember, um, yeah, I skydived. That's and cool. Now that I've done it, uh, honestly, never going to do it again. Uh, <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Now I've, I've had the thinking, but what was hilarious in this whole process was that, you know, I remember my colleagues were like, you're going, oh my God, you're going skydiving. And they were freaking out. And I was like, just relax people. Jeez, that's, it's no big deal. I'm going to, uh -huh. you know, somebody's going to be tied to me. Who cares? I mean, what are you talking about? I was really very, <laughs> very nonchalant about it. Oh, nice. And even I got there, Fiona, I like they're telling us, you know, and he's, he starts explaining things. And I remember, you know, they give us like a, a safety course before you, you do the tandem jump. Okay. So one of the things he said was, <laughs> and, uh, and it really stuck with me this one thing, don't ask me about all the other ones. I don't remember, but this one, he said, if you feel like throwing up when you jump out, please pull your jacket and throw up inside your jacket, like inside your suit. And uh -huh. like, I, I had a lot of thinking about that, but why would I want to throw up? Like, what do you mean you want to throw up? Some people th want to throw up. I don't understand. So right. anyways, got in the plane, 
and I have, and I could show you the video. You see me sitting down and I'm like, you know, like really. And I'm like looking at him and I'm going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Really not feeling the, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Uh Uh Not all. It was really for humor effect. And then he opened the door. Yes, I'm going to put you in (laughs) editing. (laughs) Because then I was like, oh my God. Then I was holding to the side and he was pulling, pushing my arms and he was like, let go of the side. And then we jumped and then I started feeling nauseous and I was like, oh, and, and I remembered because when you fall, you have a lot of uh-huh. sound. Yes. And then it's very noisy, the wind, right? And then he pulls the strap and then it becomes so silent. Like really you're, it's like super silent up there. Yeah. And then I said, oh, now I know what he meant when he said, if you feel like throwing up, do it in your suit. And my tandem jumper guy, he goes, are you going to be sick? (laughs) And I'm like, and the only words through it, I don't know how long the the flight is. I'm going to say, you know, by the time you get down, I'm going to say what, five minutes, maybe? maybe and the whole way down I'm saying oh my god oh my god and he keeps saying are you okay are you okay (laughs) (laughs) so I didn't have any thinking whatsoever you know before that and that's what I'm like now I know now I have the thinking and I definitely know I'm not going to jump again. Unless you do. Unless I do. Well, right now in this moment, I am. <laughs> um, so, and it, it's funny because when you said sailing, I actually had the thinking show up and I was like, oh no, I would be so afraid. I would be afraid of sailing. Not seeing the shore. Like I can, I can swim to the shore as long as I see the shore. This isn't my... This is all the thinking that I have about it. Yeah. Well, I just, as you're talking about getting sick, this is a great podcast. <laughs> they say when you get on yes. the boat for about the first <laughs> three, four days, you got, you know, you got to get your sea legs, right? Particularly when you're going across the Atlantic, particularly. Um, but again, probably when we're across the Pacific and it feels so deathly sick for those three, four days. So We'll have to do something about that, Jess, because it's, it's that's not going to work if if there's just the two of us and we have to do night shifts and day shifts. And, <laughs> so it's not actually know. very romantic, I think, but in the way I think it's going to be lots of hard work with, I think it'll just be amazing. And, and again, it's a bit like falling in love with the stereotypical Hollywood romance. I think I have no idea how it's going to be. Um, and that's exciting. It's actually exciting to be living in the unknown and for new experiences to, to land. I just, who kind of wants to be done with having had all of the experiences by now? It makes no sense to me anymore. So, yeah. It's very interesting also, like, cause like the, like I'm looking and I'm seeing that you're, 
like the the sailing will actually get you to experience the how life works like it's going to be rocky mm -hmm. and then it's not going to be and you're actually it's going to be like an actual physical rockiness of it and then you're going to feel the rockiness of your thinking also yeah and then it's all going to become calm and then you'll be like huh well I went through that one yeah I love that analogy that's great I can I can see the the weather storms where they have 15 foot and 20 foot waves and thinking oh dear god why did I sign up for this yeah I'll have that rocky thing I I, I know I'm putting my hand up now and I'm just gonna say it because because yeah. I will <laughs> yeah and then I also know when I, yeah, there's such excitement and such danger in those moments too. Who knows, right? It doesn't have to be a certain way. Um, but I also know that when you're kind of just, the boat is chopping through the water as it does, as you're sailing, it's that quiet that you talked about when you, when you jumped out of the plane, when you did your tandem jump. It's the same at sea. It's like, there's nothing between you and nature. There's nothing between you and you, God. There's nothing between you and spirit, whatever word you want to use for it. There's nothing between you and the divine. It's, it's kind of like a communion, actually. Or a, or a oneness or a, a realization that we're part of this pure divine intelligence. Mm -hmm. And I think that's going to be gorgeous. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, people listening um, might say, well, I'm not going to go sailing across the world. So I won't get that noise, uh, that silent, I mean, mm. that's, but, you know, you don't have to jump out of a plane or go out, you know, go out sailing across the world to to find that stillness in you. So true. It's who we are. It's part of who we are. You don't even have to create it because it's who we are. Yeah. If you subtract away all of our, well, for me, I'll, I'll put in my crazy thinking because obviously you're saying, but for me, <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you subtract the crazy thinking that I have from moment to moment about life and stuff and people and whatever, and you just fall back home. It's it is that stillness, mm. the stillness of our soul. It's just always there, kind of with its arms open, waiting us to fall back there. And it's not about doing something. There is actually nothing to do. It's it's about stopping to do something. Yeah. Yeah, kind of ignoring the noise, <laughs> the noise and the dust that we kick off in our oh, lives. Yeah. And just, I think it's also just knowing that it's there too. It's having a sense, mm. this is who I truly am. When I am 
still. Hmm. Yeah. I was going to say I'm, I'm in the space of God, but it becomes this intersection of divine and human. both and I guess mm. both the crazy messy human that we well that I am <laughs> at least and that oh I'm a crazy messy human too trust me cool uh, I'm glad I'm glad I got a friend <laughs> you, you have a friend you have a friend I was actually I was in a very bad mood today and I was like no I'm having a podcast with Fiona I ain't gonna stay in that space <laughs> I was just like no I'm not gonna do grouchy today here go away grouch is eliminated today mm. yeah no need for it it's just gonna drain my life force yeah isn't it funny that we spend so much time putting energy into like a dead end <laughs> whether it's insecure thinking or grouchy or whatever. I mean, it's like, uh, there's nothing there. Yeah. It's like, I, I remember spending time there and wanting to fix it. Okay. How can I stop being grouchy forever? Mm. How am I going to do it? I mean, I would invest time and time and time and time trying to fix the grouchiness. Hmm. I mean, did you figure out the grouchy was an illusion, maybe, perhaps? Yeah, the mm. grouchy was just like, I thought I was grouchy. I can just drop it. Yeah. Just like I can drop anxiety now, which is so cool. Oh. Being anxious, I can drop anxiety. celebration yeah exactly then i do the dance of joy oh that i have to see <laughs> then i can start bursting into song and going zippity do da zippity yeah my oh my what a wonderful day huh see oh i love that that's cool got a great voice oh so so where does that take us, honey? Where, where do we, we went around the world and back and out of airplanes? And yes. I think that we can, like, I would, I would ask you, yeah. do you have any inspiring words? And when I say inspiring, I mean words that would breathe life into the end of this conversation for someone who's struggling with living the life that they want in this crazy <laughs> pandemical time that we are living in right now. The only thing that comes to mind, Jasmine, I wish it were more profound, but is just know that you are love and that everything else is noise. Mm. everything 
You're perfectly okay. We all are perfectly okay. Yeah. And yeah, there are times it doesn't feel like that, but we are. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule for being my guest at this beautiful adventure called Dream It, Dare It, Do It. Oh, Jasmine, it's been gorgeous i love every single second of it and and i love you so i love you too (laughs) everybody you have a fantastic rest of the day and remember dream it dare it do it (laughs) 